Right, we've now begun recording. Welcome everyone to a weekly AMA this 28th of October. My goodness, Mr. Parker, we've made it to the end of October. Isn't that like important? That's pretty important in crypto, right? Like because people always expect shit to go down October, November, no? It ended in a bank. It did end in a bank, indeed. Indeed, we're going to close this month up, apparently. Um, yeah. So, okay, so a couple of cool things. Number one, um, from, our, from our trading arbitrage updates, we are, as everyone can see, things are a little bit slow, uh, which is expected. You know, this is why people said, wow, you know, you made 15 ETH the first month. You know, are you going to do that each month? I don't think so. I think it will probably average close to six or seven. But if we keep consistent about it, look, you know, we're past 17. So it's going very well. But, um, you know, we are seeing uncertainty in the Yugo ecosystem right now, not because there's any concern with the overall package, but because um, people are very confused about ape staking. Um, they did an audit, the audit came back really great. But given recent attacks and hacks and things, there was a request by the ape DAO community uh, to uh, do a bounty, a bug bounty. And so it seems that the bug bounty is going to be approved. And so, you know, we are going to probably see a delay of two or three weeks, which, you know, has got the traders all riled up because they, they don't like to hold their bags, as Rapjack has, you know, said as well, you know, I can't hold ApeCoin through all of this, right? That's the sentiment in a lot of these guys, because you'll see with Mutants, for example, and the Kennel Club, that it's the same traders flipping the same items, you know, up and down, up and down. Um, they're basically all each other's exit liquidity. So the moment, you know, you tag on a week, a week is like 10 years and two weeks. Oh my God, the amount of empires I could conquer in two weeks is astronomical. So we must get out. So that's what's happening. But already we're seeing a recovery. Um, you know, I think mutants went down about an ETH and a half and now they've recovered an ETH. So, you know, same, same week, different stuff. Um, on, the, on the volume trading side, um, we have now added a Zuki um, and, and its sister Beans. Uh, just because, you know, obviously a Zuki is far better than Beans, but we noticed, you know, when we, when we approved Moonbirds and then approved Oddities, that sometimes when there's a big volume play, the, the cheaper entry points become a better, you know, better exit uh, way to trade volume, right? Because part of the problem with Moonbirds, for example, and you see this less with the Zuki, but, but you see it as well, is that, you know, there might only be five or six trades on news that moves at two ETH, uh, but if you want to sell, the selling window was, you know, very small. So, you know, being able to use kind of the um, derivative product, for lack of better term, uh, is often a better way to kind of lock in those, you know, profits. Um, so, yeah, so we are, you know, including a Zuki. So now our arbitrage includes um, a Zuki and Beans, uh, Moonbirds and Oddities, Doodles, uh, Mutant Ape, uh, and we keep an eye out on nouns. We haven't approved nouns for, for volume trading, obviously, because of no volume. And also it's quite a pricey entry point. But those are kind of what constitutes our shortlist. The Artifact ecosystem, the Doodles ecosystem, the Proof ecosystem, the Zuki ecosystem, the Zuki ecosystem, the Nouns ecosystem, and the Yuga ecosystem. Um, <clears throat> Okay, um, we noticed from some feedback that um, some people are not voting because of 
uh, as not enabling proxy voting. What that means is you can allocate your votes to someone to vote for you or just allocate your voting to a hot wallet, right? To a burner wallet or something. So we're, I'm working now to, um, to make proxy voting available. Um, you know, because, you know, I think it's, look, big corporations as well usually have some major shareholders that vote on everything and most kind of common holders don't get involved in the vote or they do via their mutual fund, which acts again as like a proxy voter. But, it, you know, I think it gives us tremendous feedback when, when you know, even if uh, your vote is going to be abstain every time to kind of show that you're present, right? It, it gives us feedback to know that this is kind of the will of the people because ultimately this council, you know, is a governing body that's here to fulfill your will. Yes, you know, like the representative democracy model in the US, you know, this is not um, uh, governance via, via thuggery, via the masses, via, you know, the hordes. Uh, you know, it is a representative kind of structure. But, you know, our bylaws do make us, you know, ask the holders uh, on most topics that are not part of the day-to-day -day or time sensitive. And so having you weigh in is important. That said, um, I think it was a pretty clear majority in favor of um, reducing our royalties. Um, again, no one is happy about any of this, right? I, I can't stress it enough, both in terms that the, that the ecosystem is changing and that this topic doesn't fucking go away, to be quite blunt. I mean, it's it's dragged out and dragged out. And if you think we've seen the end of these marketplace wars, you are quite wrong. Elio is about to come out with another marketplace that's going to try and take on Blur. Um, X2Y2 has outright banned Blur from, you know, you know, using their listings uh, because they felt it was unfair representation. Blur is like, okay, we won't use your listings, but we're going to aggregate your data anyway. And they're like, how are you going to know our data? They're like, uh, because we're going to take it from Gem. Uh, and then Genie just got bought by Uniswap. So the marketplace battles are raging. These titans are hitting each other. Um, as expected, you know, it's not only a discussion of, you know, where will creator royalties go? Now it's a discussion of should marketplaces be charging fees at all? And the answer is, well, probably not, right? They need to find other ways to monetize. And so we're seeing this model whereby marketplaces are understanding if they can get the volume and the user base, then, you know, it becomes a situation like Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whereby, you know, get the holders, get people using, you know, the traction, the user base, and then find ways to monetize it with marketing and stuff like that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Rapjack. I just think that, you know, you know, it's from an innovation point of view, we're better off because of all of this. It's just, I think, a little bit tiring, right? Like this, you know, often FUD cycles here are like a week. And between this royalty debate and everything and creators, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's an awkward debate that we all kind of don't want to deal with. And we're having to have it in our face now every single week. But absolutely, you know, the free market is brutal, right? The free market allocates capital to where it's best used. And so these, these fights, these competitors coming in, forcing people to innovate and give us better products for cheaper is the beauty of the free market. It's why, you know, in Russia, in Soviet, in Soviet Russia, you know, people stood in lines to get their bread, uh, whereas in, you know, capitalist economies during the same era, bread waited in line for people to come and buy it, right? You know, that is the beauty 
of of the free market because you know it 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 forces innovation it forces efficiency and it forces the best outcomes but it's also heartless right you know the free market doesn't have a moral moral compass we have to give it that moral compass and it's 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 a bit disheartening to see that the you know without kind of code to protect those creator royalties how quickly everyone ate each other alive you know how quickly Frank the gods went from we're going to deny service to uh, screw this, we're going to zero percent royalties, right? And I think we took a very mature approach about it. I think, you know, we, we raised the topic, you know, eight weeks ago at the time, I think, Pearl, you were having a hernia, like, why are they bringing up this? You know, like, oh my God, what have I walked into, right? When you walked in on that chat. But I think it was important for us to emotionally ground into this. And then we were able to, I think, make a much more level-headed decision about, you know, what are we trying to achieve? What is our agenda? Who do we align with in the greater ecosystem and world? Because, you know, this word Web3 is going to go away soon, right? The, the, the boundaries between Web2 and Web3 are disappearing, right? We're taking away these words Web3, NFTs, cryptos, and things like that. We're seeing mass adoption happen with Reddit already and stuff like that. And so... You know, aligning ourselves with best practices globally is the way we want to be. Did you want to add something, Paul? No, no, I, I, I thought that you were actually asking that like a question. That's great. Ah, okay, cool, cool. Uh, all right. Um, we're also going to be putting up a vote because, you know, again, you know, we're learning on the job here, friends. You know, there's no manual for us other than good governance ideas. But we're learning on the job, especially since there are so few DAOs that operate efficiently. I mean, I think we should give ourselves a pat on the back how well kind of our democracy works over here. And when we make mistakes, we pivot. I mean, I made a mistake last week. I, I misunderstood the councillors. I voted with the fat cats holding votes. But that started a whole discussion. What are the status of fat cats held by the DAO? And, um, you know, to that end, um, we're going to put up a vote um, saying that, you know, um, do you agree that you know, as the general um, default, fat cats held by the trader or, or Gnosis Safe um, should abstain, right? They should vote present because they do count towards quorum, but they should vote abstain. Um, and then second to that, um, we will then ask for specific exceptions on a case-by-case -case basis. For this, for the patron program that has just started, we will continue, you know, to assume that we've you know, got the approval of this DAO, but we, you know, we're going to be asking as well to be allowed to use, um, you know, the fat cats that are held by the trader and Gnosis Safe to, you know, to vote on uh, on your behalf towards the Twitter winner uh, of the patron program. For those who are not following along, our patron program has just started. I just want to, I do want to say though, you know, the council does not mind shoring up the list of 10 candidates, but it's far better um, if, you know, if people put in applications for projects that they really believe in. Um, what I will be doing going forward for the next patron program for nominations, because they weren't super, we didn't get that many in, friends. I mean, we got quality ones, but not that many. What I will be doing is doing more reminders next month. And also after week one, we will run the nominations for two weeks. I will get Escobar to give me a summary um, of which projects have already been nominated. So it's not just kind of nominating the same projects again and again, um, you know, because a lot of people have a priority, right? Like there's like four projects I'd like to recommend. Um, so yeah, you know, a very interesting list this month, I think at least. 
Um, I see, you know, that also kind of fine art and storytelling NFTs made it to the list. What's nice about a, a kind of a bear market is our money goes a bit further, right? And so, you know, with ETH pumping, uh, two ETH can get us quite a, a lot of cool stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's a very nice list, I think, anyway. Um, and, you know, again, this excellent engagement for us because there's already 145 votes. You know, it's only been going for like two hours. We've already had engagement of 800 people. So, you know, this is a, a really great way for us to interact with the greater Twitter space and also show our relevance and get people, you know, focused and looking in on what we're doing. Um, cool. Okay, the other topic I want to bring up is we're exploring sub-DAOs right now. And the first sub-DAO that makes the most sense for us to do is a currency hedge, right? Um, you know, we, we talked about this briefly, but uh, we'll be looking at USDC DAI, um, one of the gold stable coins, and Ethereum and Bitcoin, right? So, you know, it's the idea of that, of that sub-DAO is we would seed it from FatCats. We would build a track record. It will be headed likely by Parker and Nadia. Uh, both have, have really solid trading experience. Uh, and it will, you know, we will both have a basket that we huddle and also, you know, allocate to them as traders funds for, for trading like we're doing basically with our, our fundamental uh, fund, our blue chip fund at the moment. Um, and what's taking us a little bit of time is most of kind of the trading stuff that people are used to happens on centralized exchanges. But, you know, to be an honorable DAO and to not get stuck on some of those centralized exchanges and having to fight with them with KYCs and things, we would like to keep it decentralized. But that does mean finding the tools that can kind of put in, you know, the bots that can put in stop losses for us and acquire, you know, acquire at certain rates. Uh, and also, um, it's important for us to, you know, find liquidity pools that are deep enough. Uh, Parker, do you want to add anything on that? I mean, I think you and Nadia are still looking into that. Uh, but do you want to add anything? Nope, you nailed it there. Do what we've been doing and add it. Add some more funds through this way and monitor it. Yeah. Cool. And, and so how that would work, friends, is, you know, again, we're still, we're still working out the logistics, but... FatCat's Genesis and the Juniors together would constitute kind of the voting, you know, the voting stock, if you will, and the holding company. Um, we would, you know, if we made an 1155 token as part of the kind of the raise, let's say we, you know, sold each 1155 at 0.05 to whatever to raise 100 ETH. Uh, in addition to the raise, the FatCat's, you know, we would probably have a bit of a marketing budget to pay those who help with the marketing. But also the FatCat's DAO, uh, would get a percentage, right? So for you, whether you want to put more money in or not, holding a Genesis gives you a piece of all those pies. But it also allows people who are not interested necessarily, let's say, in blue chip NFTs that want exposure to a currency hedge to buy into that specific sub-DAO. So the governance will basically on an official level remain with FatCat's Genesis. We will have the oversight of the council. We would hold a, a piece of that pie and then also anyone who wanted in on that specific, or if you wanted to say, you know, balance your own books, right? We are not a financial advisor. We're not an asset manager. You need to balance your own books. If you wanted to kind of say, I want to wait 40% this way, 50% that way, et cetera, that's something you can do. What we would have to also work out though is, you know, because it's in 1155, it's a sub DAO, we would probably, um, you know, still run votes for those holders to get their feedback, but unlike with the Genesis, those votes would not be binding, right? And you think of them more as a poll. 
So if we wanted to, let's say, include um, another another token, uh, like let's say, you know, USDT, okay, we might put that to a, a vote whereby the council would take that under serious advisement, but it's not, it's not binding, you know, because this is us trying to work at our legal structures right now. And, you know, if we make it binding, then in essence, you know, that, that kind of collector's club becomes, um, becomes an, requires another entity. So we're looking into all of these options. I probably will not have absolute clarity on how we can do that until, uh, you know, we get word back from lawyers in Guernsey and stuff about how we're going to set up our trusts. But th this is what we're working with. And, you know, um, as I say, we would, seed, we would seed this fund anyway via the Fat Cats Genesis. We'd work on a track record and it would probably be a little bit of time before we would aim to raise any funds for it. But it allows us to start expanding into other areas while not compromising our core fund. Mm -hmm. Um, as a second kind of, you know, point to that, junior fat cats are still coming out. Uh, you will start to get sneak peeks soon. I, I am being very impressed with Caleb's work. Um, you know, we've been working on fine details now for expressions and things. Pearl, I mean, I'm, I'm very happy. What about you? You know, we'll get those kind of uh, sneak peeks out soon, I think. But, you know, I like that we haven't had to do it in a rush. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, as I said before, that... Uh, it's not really the kind of art that uh, I like at first sight. Yeah. But with time, uh, it's, it's something that goes on you. So uh, I could understand if at the beginning people couldn't maybe like those... Uh, those uh, but I haven't seen those yet. <laughs> but uh, I mean, now that I'm working with you and, uh, and Caleb to like UA, the new expression and things like that, the more time I look at them and the more I understand that... Uh, on the long, long term, they could become uh, something that, uh, um, do you say, become a staple? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I've warned everyone, we're going very much with a much more memed approach. Uh, I think I, I already know the ETH lizards are going to love them, um, you know, and, the, and our doodles friends and, and pudgy penguin people and squishy squad. It, it really does go into that more simple meme look. But, I, you know, again, wait for the sneak peeks, but it is me with quality control slowing things up because I've had, you know, Caleb really fine tuning the details. But overall, I'm, I'm, it's, it's really growing on me. Um, and I think, you know, I think, I think, again, if we didn't have our Genesis fat cats, which are really full bodied avatars, uh, I think this would be a very different kind of discussion and stuff. But I think because we do and we've already internalize the value of CCO and branding and memes and stuff like that, I think you're all going to be really happy with that. So uh, assume one more week, friends. But at the moment I have some quality uh, sneak peeks for you, I'm going to send them your way. Um, but why I bring up the juniors is, you know, these sub-DAOs that we're creating, um, you know, if anything, complement the juniors. Because again, the juniors and the genesis basically constitutes our voting, basically constitutes our core fund, right? Our flagship fund, which is the blue chip NFT fund and arbitrage, and allows us to um, um, kind of, uh, what's it? Multiply our, our reach, right? Um, you know, it's, 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 it would be doing the same thing we're doing, but at a with a you know a greater amount of capital right which allows us then to maybe get into something like nouns and stuff as well where we can diversify a bit more and also maybe take bigger bigger positions 
um, in our arbitrage, some medium term, some long term. You know, again, having a bigger capital allows us to still cover the same ecosystem, but in, deploy slightly different strategies, right? For example, right now with mutant apes, I tend to slightly shy away from some of the more, um, you know, true grails because I don't want to tie up that amount of capital and then, you know, be with it for a few weeks when I can do kind of smaller plays. But as we grow our capital, I think we can do that. And it also allows us to seed more, you know, uh, sub DAOs as a starting point, right? I We've already had discussions about a fine art DAO. I think there's interest in that. There's discussions about, you know, maybe taking a bigger position in other side. That could be a sub DAO. Um, so, you know, these are the kinds of things we're looking into. And I know a lot of you are in Enigma Economy, Blockchain Miners, uh, Hydro Whales, ETH Lizards. So you understand very well, you know, what we're trying to achieve over here by having, you know, um, a kind of a umbrella group, you know, the Fat Cats group, but with sub funds that focus in different areas. Um, cool. The last topic I want to talk about, uh, and this will also need to go up for a vote, is there's a lot of discussion now about um, the relevance of Discord, the quietness in the space, where people are spending their time and stuff like that. And, you know, our Discord is still, you know, how to put it, Nouns has decided to close their Discord because they think it takes away from their decentralized focus. Uh, they have, you know, there are a lot of kind of like, you know, user-created noun groups and communities and stuff and they feel that those should be the discords whereas all of the kind of nouns discussions should happen on twitter and in spaces and in forums and things like that and you know that really got me thinking and when i was talking to a lot of the moonbirds holders and midnight labs holders they like well you know they don't think discord is bad but they do think most discords are not run well you know midnight labs is an exception people love it over there i think we're an exception you know, we still have a very active Discord. We love hanging out over here. Uh, you know, we have a, a very good design despite having a ton of groups. Uh, I think we have a very good design over here. Um, and so, you know, to us, I think our Discord is a treasure. That said, we are going to open a Twitter group. If you want to be included in that Twitter group, um, Parker, can they tell you their names and we'll get that set up? Um, can they yeah, yeah absolutely. Can they tag you. Okay, great. So tag Parker. We'll open. You know, we'll we'll start. You can put them in cafe text chat as well if you want, or just tag Parker in cafe text chat. We're going to open a Twitter group because I think it's important. Number one, that we do have a Twitter group over there. Number two, you know, we've got our our twice weekly show still making it. That's going to be there. I think we're also going to start vote um, posting on Twitter a lot more of our activities over here, you know, such as snapshot votes and things like that. Because again, I think there's a lot of people that are so overwhelmed with what Discord has been told now that they don't really check announcements anymore. They're just kind of like ignoring Discord. Um, and I think it's important we, you know, put information where people want it. Uh, the newsletter will be coming out today as well. Um, that's back on track. I will aim to have one every two to three weeks. Um, and people can subscribe to that via email if they want. So, you know, I, I do think that communication is key. But that said, I think, you know, and Escobar weighed in on this as well a lot. I think our Discord really is a fantastic hub, you know, a hub for um, communication, uh, ideas, you know, conversations, discussions, debates. And I think that that's one of the powerful things of Discord is that, yes, on Twitter and in other places, you can have, you know, a robust 
GM discussion and feel of community, but it's in Discord that you can have all these sub-channels organized and have actual forums and discussions and debates. Um, and so to that end, we are, number one, liking the, <clears throat> liking the idea of opening up our Discord again to the public. Uh, when, we, you know, when we originally founded our Discord, it was open to the public. Um, and then as we started getting so many discussions and channels, we felt that, gosh, if any newbie would kind of show up, they would probably be overwhelmed. I think that's no longer the case, right? The space has quieted down a lot. Most of the people that are finding us are finding us from existing communities and things. And so, you know, I know people saw it as kind of like a snobbish point, but it, it was never meant to be from an exclusivity point of view, right? Fat Cats was never, we never pitched to all the rich people. We never went to all the Zuki holders and Moonbirds and Bored Apes and said, you know, come and flex and buy into us. We always were trying to token gate based on willingness to learn and intellectual capabilities versus how deep someone's pockets are. Um, now, we will put this to a vote because I, I know that, you know, some people are like, well, what about what's the use of the Genesis then and what's the point of the Goblin Cats? Um, I think, you know, when you look at alpha groups, these alpha groups have tried to token gate information. It hasn't really worked, okay? There's a perceived idea that, you know, that information is kind of locked away over there and if you're not in that alpha group, you're missing out. Truth be told, they're actually token gating a connection to often the alpha caller or just a very smart group of people chatting. But today, so much alpha is shared in so many other discords and stuff that really, um, I, I don't think it's justifiable, you know, what they're doing. But again, that's what they've sold, right? They've never pulled funds together. They, are, they have pulled people together. And so they are, you know, trying to token gate access to this exclusive information. I don't think we've ever tried to token gate exclusive information. We've always wanted our information to be out there so people could say, wow, you know, this is an amazing group. What we've token gated is governance and a share of the assets. And that is uniquely fat cats, right? I don't know of any other community where you have an entire share of the holdings other than some of the DAOs we've mentioned, right? But in the general communities where they share alpha as well, none of those alpha groups also have a collector's club component where we've pulled assets, right? And I think that that is vitally important because when when you ask what do Genesis holders have, Genesis holders have governance rights, Genesis holders have a share of the holdings, Genesis holders have access to the whitelist spots and raffles, you know, we're already a Fat Cats allies, right? People that are invited in that are friends of Fat Cats but don't have access to that. And to the Goblin Cat holders, they also have access to the raffles, the catnip, um, and to their own channel and to the alpha channel. So I think that, you know, if we were to open up and give people access to our alpha, to our classes, to our education, to the, to the quality of conversations over here, as Discord starts to shrink and people start to consolidate, we want to become that hub, right? Because that's really what has held Fat Cats bad. I mean, people want to talk about why our floor is low. It's because we're not that known. Right? That's just the truth. We're not that known. And to those who have known about us, we've always been vanilla, right? We've always been a bit milk toast to them. Because you know, most of them have, have made their money on narrative plays, right? You know, how can they quickly 4x in a week with narrative plays? 
Whereas Fat Cats has all about been about a long-term investment, right? We're a stable coin. We want to be your gold standard where you park some of your funds that you've made from profits from flipping and trading, right? You know, so many people, I take Rapjack as an example, or Curti or Gladiator and stuff. That's how they look at us now, right? Chio as well, right? I mean, we are... You know, you, you're getting your white spots here, you're getting your intel over here, you're getting, you know, good ideas over here, and then you're parking some of that into the blue chips that you wouldn't necessarily have had access to. And I think that that is the message we must clarify again. But I do want to put this to a vote because I know some people, it's, 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 it's counterintuitive sometimes, right, to give away a lot of free stuff in order to grow the tent. But I think that, you know, we've talked about this before, social engagement or social capital is vitally important right now. And if places like Nouns are going to drop the ball and go another route, I wish them well. I mean, it might work well for them because they are trying to be truly decentralized, truly anonymous. They're giving the middle finger to the SEC on purpose, right? They know that they, they, they've got no legal structure, no wrapper, nothing. They don't care. Okay, that's the approach they're going, that they're truly an idea and no one can find them. And that's their approach. But I think we are much more akin to the marketplaces that are realizing that they're, that if they can get traction, volume and user base, then the monetization comes in other ways. And with us, we've got a great monetization, all of these sub DAOs, right? We want, we have products, right? Most people don't even have products. We have products. Our products are going to be all of these different sub DAOs, and that will hopefully be lots of job opportunities for those of you who want to run things. And for those who don't want to run things, again, it's meant to be countless opportunities, a hub for you to get the know-how on, on, on new projects, a hub for you to get access to early investments into things that you want, a hub for you to get the whiter spots and raffles and quality education and so on. And so I think that that is what we're aiming for. Um, but as I say, we will be putting to this to a vote. And then second to that, we're also going to start inviting some of the smaller communities or friendlier communities uh, to move into our Discord. Uh, we're going to be putting this up for a vote in Crown. But Crown, you know, really operates on as a holding company for you know, triple A games and then works with guilds. We're not, you know, Crown never really intended to manage thousands of, of, of players doing micropayments. On the contrary, we work with just a few big guilds who handle all of that. And so, you know, the Crown governors met today uh, and we, we very much like the idea of bringing the Crown holders uh, into Fat Cats and, you know, whittling down that discord. And again, creating this hub and, you know, for those who are concerned about the intimacy aspect as well, you will always have the Fat Cats holders chats, right? In other words, we want the general chat and some of the cafes to become, you know, much more active. But the holders chats and the faction chats, those will remain intimate. Um, and if we find that our voice channel really pops off to a huge degree, we'll also make a holders only voice chat if need be, right? But I do think creating a central hub focused on innovation, investments, all things Web3 is, is, is really a good way for us to stay relevant, for us to find new holders, for us to find new brilliant people that we may want to manage sub DAOs, for us to never miss good ideas, for us to get access to whiter spots. You know, it's interesting that a lot of the the collaboration managers, um, you know, who don't know to reach out via Twitter, really just never offered us spots. We would get tickets opened in Crown Capital fairly regularly, people trying to give Crown spots, but really trying to give them to fat cats. So that's, um, that's my general feeling around that. 
Um, and cool, let's open up to some questions. Parker and Poe, if you want to add anything to that. Bella, if you want to add anything. Chio coming up, come say hello. Coop, Tao, whoever. Yeah, I like how you put that. You know, it's going to take steps and innovating and just keep re-innovating the Fat Cat's brand. But I look at it as having that Fat Cat's business lounge. And if we can provide a room or a table for another project, another Discord to be here and hang out and, you know, cross each other and path and discuss, that's great opportunities for innovation and just continuing the brand. I really like that. Yeah, it's like town hall and, and the cafe should become like, um, so the general lounge and the cafe should become like a town hall, right? Anyone like, like, like almost going into a busy market. That's what I'm hoping for it. Whereas then the, the clubhouse has become those intimate places, right? Because, you know, for crown, we would, we would give them a crown clubhouse that only they would see if they hold crown tokens. And that would have a private chat for them and an announcement channel and a forum as well, right? So they can, you know, they will get those extra channels. But then everyone kind of congregates into the general chat. And I think that that is something that people are not taking advantage of. That is, you know, is something really powerful that we can offer. Yeah, yeah, and so basically, basically we, uh, with the closed Discord, we have completely closed off the opportunity to uh, basically window shopping to the people that come to our Discord. So <clears throat> the people, as you said before, do, do not buy FedCat because they do not know about us. So if you can increase the involvement with the people that come to our Discord, uh, I don't think that we, they will... It would take much time to them to understand the, the quality of, uh, of information, people, community that they can find here in FedCats. And if I were an outsider and I came to um, such a community, I would, I would feel uh, out if I do not buy FedCats for myself. So I think that should be a winning strategy that we uh, should, have, should implement now. Uh, if things change in the future and we see that the Discord becomes chaotic or it's not manageable anymore, we can always pivot and change our mind. At the moment, I think that's the, the, the right path to follow. Yeah, and, and I think, and I think, I think what is, you know, what, what, because we're so different in a way, right? I think it's sometimes hard for people to realize what is the uniquely kind of core thing that you get when you get a fat cat. You know, I, I, I really, you know, ultimately we are meant to be a fund, right? We're a fund group. That's what our main job is. All the other stuff we provided was us leveraging our network and community, right? Because we valued your presence and stuff like that. Like, We've had over a thousand whitelist spots, friends. I, I, it's a remarkable thing. I mean, we've championed two guilds, you know, to, to, to work here as well. I mean, that we're bringing you all of that is, is because we're leveraging our network. But the part that is uniquely fat cats that you don't get in Metaverse HQ or champs only or whatever else is us managing a fund together so that you can go about your business, right? Because again, Fat Cats does not replace traders. Fat Cats does not replace your own investments. Fat Cats is meant to be the Web3 version of mutual funds and hedge funds so that you can get a piece of this, you know, triple A pie 
while going about your other activities. And that is the core offering and the governance aspect around that so that we can pivot and move in the right directions. Those are the things that are uniquely held by the genesis and the juniors that no one gets no matter what, right? And, and obviously also we will not be giving them raffle spots or those kinds of things, but you can be damn sure though that people look at our overall numbers, right? The people and amount of people in our Discord, the amount of people on our Twitter and stuff like that. And so, you know, even if for just selfish reasons, if we grow our Discord and our Twitter presence, that does mean that we get bigger allocations for whitelist spots and often get given better whitelist spots, right? Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to reach out to some of these communities. They have to reach out to you. They switch off their messaging system. They have to come and open a ticket with you and say, hey, we want to give you whitelist spots. So I think that that, um, you know, creates ultimately win-win. But more than anything else, I think as places are consolidating and closing, if we become that hub, that social capital can be used for so many things, right? When we start to have events on the other side, right? You know, foot traffic is going to matter a fortune, right? Location matters and foot traffic matters because then we can sell advertising. That's an income for us. Then we can sell more merch. That's an income for us, right? We can create a bigger co-op. That's an income for us. We can um, help Crown Capital get gaming people in and do a, a collaboration there. Those are incomes for us, right? We're going to seize every opportunity we can but you need eyes on your project. You need stuff like that. This is why, you know, Cool Cats, as much as they're messing up things, they're still not dead or Pudgy Penguins. You know, they're doing great because they have so many eyes on them, right? Once you get to a certain critical mass of brand awareness, then you've got somewhat valuable IP and you can monetize it one way or another. And that's what we need to aim for. And also, as I say, if other people are looking to drop the ball, they're looking to soft drug, they're looking to sell out, they're looking to leave the space, Giving those people a home, right, so that they don't just leave Web3, because that's to me is the biggest concern. You know, I was saying this yesterday on, a, on our cafe chat, that to me, one of the biggest concerns is, okay, cool. Yes, the royalty thing was unsustainable. Projects need to be more like fat cats and find ways to produce income, blah, blah, blah. That's all great and dandy. But what about all the fucking holders whose bags are now going to zero? How many of them do you think are going to leave Web3 and say, screw this NFT shit, I've lost a fortune, right? I mean, it's one thing for, you know, kind of builders to have had to build more and stuff, but most of them got paid up front, right? They can rug and leave. They've earned their 200K, 400K, 800K. It's the holders left holding the bags that really upsets me because the, the, the royalties going away gives so many of these projects an excuse to say, whoops, well, you know, we ran out of money. That's it, guys. And if we can somehow at least get those people into fat cats, let them come jaded. Let them come upset. Let them come not wanting to spend any money. But let them come and give us their thoughts and ideas and things like that. We have tons of people. I see MC in the crowd who hardly trades NFTs, right? Uh, you know, if we want you to find a home over here to get stimulated, to get entertained, to come and, you know, find your voice, um, you know, start to build your own rep, etc. That's what we want from Fat Cats. That's that win-win. That's why we're one of the few projects that has been able to sustain a voluntary model of mentors uh, because there is so much value to be had over here. Okay, let's see if there's some questions, ideas, any questions? <laughs> MC. That's funny, brother. Let's save that one. We'll remind him of that one. Um, yeah, we have one reason. Well, well, Slippy, the good news is Wix is actually flipping, flipping fantastic. So 
I wouldn't be too worried about that. And I think, you know, um, definitely, um, yeah, come on stage, come on stage. Uh, definitely, you know, Pearl, we would, we would, you know, I don't like those general chatbots that kind of post all the information, but maybe we can make um, a, in, where would we put it? Maybe we can, we can kind of um, pin in scams, you know, some basic, like basic, security updates right maybe you can we're, post we're, a security update and we can pin those or something yeah, yeah. real quick before they step up uh just want to make sure i heard the the f's uh, the fat cat involved voting um bella put put it real real good and spearheaded this that we'd be voting first and foremost for the fat cats in the vault if they will be abstained or they won't be used at all Yes, correct. Meaning we're going to we we want to put you know two votes forward regarding fat cats held by the vote. Number one, do they should you know can they vote to should they vote as a default to abstain on all votes or do nothing? Okay, and then secondly, um, then we will put forward specific motions that we want exceptions for, like the patron program. Babella's going to word that for me. Yeah. Cool. Um, also, I, a shout out again to the MVP program, friends. I know it's, it takes a bit of getting used to with the forums, but it does make our Discord cleaner. If you jump down to the Fat Cat's Den, you will see that we have the forums over there as well. Uh, in the forums, we have an MVP program. Please nominate. Um, please nominate mentors that you think, um, you know, should get should you know win the mvp program um and then the council will pick one uh this at our next meeting and we're going to do this once a month and then we're also working out uh, bella's working out a bot for us to be able to do one to do with engagement on social media we want to run two monthly mvp programs so one for kind of mentors and one for you know people helping to raid and spread the message of that cats cool uh, Feather, how are you doing, sir? Doing well, how are you? Excellent, excellent. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Oh, good, good, good. Perfect. Uh, just wanted to see uh, two, two quick questions. Any, any updates on the merchandise at this point? Yes, yes. So we have, we have our hoodies pretty much done. Uh, Parker is a beast on quality control, so you know he's been giving Tops Draw a hard time. Basically, we are going to be releasing a black hoodie for our first limited edition item. Um, it's the same Hello. blank that was used by Board Ape Yacht Club for their hoodie uh, by Top Draw, which is official partner of Shopify. We've asked him to, you know, we we were we were looking at different ideas, but we've ended up for the first one being a very clean you know, gold, rose gold logo on the front that's stitched on as opposed to kind of pressed on. So it will be long lasting. Um, and it's quite a weighted hoodie, hopefully. Um, and so those are going to be available for $69 soon um, for a limited time. It will be like 10 days or something. You put your order in. Uh, you can order more than one if you want, no problem. Um, and so that's going to be the limited edition hoodie. Um, and then for the, for the, the busts, those are completely ready now. We're going to do them after the hoodies. So we will probably do them in batches of 25 or 26 at a time because they price here. You know, the hoodies are around 69. Those are probably closer to 200 bucks. 
Um, and so, you know, we would do that afterwards. But we wanted to get the hoodie done first because of, you know, autumn and winter, right? You know, there's no point getting it to you in summer. So that will be the first merch item we'll get out. Very, Very cool. cool. Looking forward to it. And, uh, and uh, second, second question, question um, one to see, do you, do you have any plans to um, possibly collaborate or teach the Sorry, you broke up there? Sorry, Sorry I started getting a call there. there. Uh, uh, any plans to uh, collaborate or teach in some capacity with the um, uh, caffeinated creatures and, and what they're doing over there? Um, I know that you know they had talked about bringing some people on uh, to teach some courses and stuff, and I just I, I was kind of thinking that uh, you came to mind as a as you know someone that could. You know, you know, teach, teach a, lot a lot of people, people um, you know, beginning, you know, intro stuff into Web3 and things like that, uh, but also, uh, you know, with the Google Labs and your experience with that. Um, and just kind of thought that it might also kind of, you know, bring some more awareness to Fat Cats as well if, uh, if you were to do something like that. Just didn't know if that was on your radar at all or totally not. Yeah, so... so so time-wise at the moment, I'm going to be focusing on our two Twitter spaces, also spending time here in Twitter, I'm sorry, in Discord. I think people really enjoy that. I enjoy it too, uh, you know, having my coffee and stuff with all of you. Um, I'm doing a Tuesday class on different topics. I think this week will probably be on Reddit. Uh, and then I do join panels. Uh, I join AMAs and panels. But at this point, I'm not looking to give classes outside of Fat Cats. I think, you know, when people hear us, you know, me on, or other counselors on AMAs uh, with, you know, others like NFT Go, I'm doing something with them, WGMI, etc. I think it does bring awareness, right? I often soft show fat cats. I'm allowed to because I'm using case studies, right? It's a real case study that I'm kind of like reporting on. And uh, so I'm going to double down focusing on our ecosystem and on the crown ecosystem. And I think that that, you know, if we have an open Discord, let them come here, right? We, we do already post all our AMAs and classes on Spotify and Apple. And so I want to give our research freely, but I want to keep it very much as much as I can under the Fat Cats and Crown brand. And then, as I say, also, um, you know, when I get invited to, to different things. Cool. Yep, that makes sense. But we did get wider spots from them, I believe. So that'd be cool. Uh, we, what happened to MC? Did we lose MC? And we lost MC. Mr. Chio, anything you want to add? Yeah, you know he wants to talk market. And wild one. And speaking of that, it looks. I was going through some of the numbers on some of the bigger NFT projects. It looks like, um, you know, they've gone down, even gone up, right at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that often happens. Back to that. Yeah. Let's have a look. Yeah, so Ethereum is going back up to that what to that fifteen sixty mark, right? Let's see if it gets to that sixteen thirty. That will be really interesting. Looks like the stock, stock market all closed a month high, high here. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's promising breathe. breathe. Yeah. 
It was. It was. He, he, he over doubled what Bitcoin did. Percentage wise increase. That was, that was kind of interesting. interesting. There, there he is. is. What do you think, Chu? What's going on, Sam? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. No, we're seeing um, it's it's we're seeing the the retest. Um, fifteen twenty five was where ETH was sitting at. Um, that sixteen hundred mark. Let me see real quick. Uh, give it take about fifteen eighty. Is more the yeah about about sixteen hundred is where we have that year long trend line. So it could be one or two things. I mean, either we retrace and now we're pushing above that 1524, which was the 100 day uh, moving average, or we're just going to, you know, tap that year long downward trend line and maybe come back. Uh, but uh, Bitcoin is still sitting at 20.5. It needs to close above 20.3 for it to, like, kind of maintain this bullish sentiment. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with the DXY. The DXY, um, it did go ahead and increase, but I don't think it increased as much as people thought. And it's currently a green candle, but it's not the most bullish of green candles. Basically, it touched the 50-day uh, moving average and kind of came back down. So it is still sitting at higher than yesterday's high, um, but... Like, like I, I said, said, it touched the 50-day and they came, came back down. down. So, I mean, bullish, but, but then at the same time, time kind of bearish. I guess, I guess we got to wait and see what happens um, over the weekend. I know I read something earlier today that um, there's certain metrics that have already been released where all these big banks, they could kind of input them and have a good idea as to what course, uh, core inflation is going to come at. And they're, and they're all reading that core inflation is uh, it's actually still increasing. So if core inflation increases, um, we could possibly expect you know CPI to come in maybe a little hot, maybe slightly higher than what is our analyst analysts are expecting. If that's the case, then should the DXY is going to go ahead and shoot up? I'll probably go above the 50-day. Moving, moving average, average which, which that should cause crypto then to kind of retrace back. We, we also have earnings season, which is currently underway. So I'm expecting that, you know, next week, week after that, I'm sure all the hype is going to die down and we might kind of retrace everywhere, you know, as far as the market, crypto and traditional once the Fed, you know, announces 75 basis points and everything starts to kind of sit. And people realize that, you know, hey, we did good on earnings, but this isn't, you know, necessarily the best thing because it's actually adding to CPI, which just, like I've kind of been announcing the last couple of days, it's telling how the economy is still strong, you can continue to go ahead and raise rates. So it's a balancing act. Um, I think a majority of the movement today, um, Apple, Earnings report came in good, so they saw an 8% increase. That one kind of carried everybody. And the DXY went up, but then it's kind of retraced back. It could touch 1% on a, a 1% change, and it's now down to 0.13. So, gotta patiently wait and see. Next week is gonna be a big one. You have the Fed meeting. Um, the following week, you have. 
midterms, and then, and then a few days after midterms, you have CPI report. So the next two weeks are going to be pretty big for the markets. I think the next two weeks are going to be this uh, kind of giving us a good indication of how we can expect the next two, three months to go. Are we going to see that hard dip that everyone's been, you know, anticipating, or have we seen a bottom? But um, also got to take in the macroeconomic environment. Uh, Putin announced that he's not going to use nuclear warfare in Ukraine, but he still continues to talk about nuclear warfare. So there's that. And I know uh, our last retired army general just gave an interview, uh, I, think, I don't know if it was yesterday or a few days ago, where they did a new report on the U.S. military, and they basically analyzed all the different branches of the military. And um, the only sections of our military that were deemed as strong was our Navy, I'm sorry, the Marines, and our nuclear arsenal. Everything else is weak or, like, really bad. And the whole purpose of that was kind of analyzing how our military compares to China, who is now going after that, you know, superpower status. Um, we, we talked about Xi and how he's gone ahead and kind of claimed, quote-unquote, you know, an emperor will be going for a third term, possibly even, you know, more than that. So, it's... Is China going to make a move? Um, basically, our military is not set to handle anything with Taiwan. We have to rely on our allies. The general allies are mostly European. They're dealing with their own issues with energy and all that. So... Really, the stage is set for China to kind of step up if they really want to. Super, super. Cool. Well, all right. Well, we'll be following that closely. And, um, but yeah, our reserves are good. We've got, you know, seven months reserves um, for our expenses and things. Uh, but we will be um, upping that, you know. We, you know, Parker will probably do another buy soon, I think, um, you know. For, for some more USDC given these prices. So yeah, you know, our reserves are good. And, um, but yes, you know, certainly this more than ever, this kind of volatility in these coins definitely proves the benefits, you know, of us seeding a sub dial for a, for a currency hedge as soon as possible. Um, and uh, yeah, Parker, we'll, we'll talk more again this week um, about those options. Uh, Mr. MC, was there something you wanted to add? Again, friends, this is an AMA, so I'm, I'm more than happy to close off this AMA and move us to the cafe chat. Uh, so MC, did you have something you wanted to ask uh, about what we talked about? I want to clarify a bit more and like put a little more picture on you just said in... Oh, no, no, then I want, I want to move that to... What you said yeah. Yes. Because like, for me, again, I... Came to this out under the expectation that I'm going to part my capital here, like set up what I'm doing in my channel and try to help out, trans like showing some of the people here, like how parts of the market work, all things like time, understanding, like even though you might have the micro economy of like crypto and like what the next hot thing is and like what people should be hearing, like rumors and stuff, there still is a raw macro picture, which I'm glad that this community. Took on with strides with Chiu taking up the branch and same with others here versus like other parts of the community where I tried to join in and tried to set up, set up what my rhythm is. And they're like, why should we care about that? Until 
everyone starts to really care about it. And then they ask me, and I'm like, then why'd you give me the time for me to build it? So you guys wouldn't have to ask that question. Like, yeah, that's why I like this community itself, because it gives people who have the room and the ability to do so a way to flourish. Besides the regular, like, oh, since you weren't in like the initial group, we won't allow you in. Or since you are not related to the people that we know, or you don't put enough capital, we won't let you in. Like, that's what I like about this space. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think that's a great for us place for us to stop. And then let's go over to the cafe now and you can give us your thoughts on the market because I'm sure we'd love that. But I want to draw this AMA to a close. I tried to keep these to an hour. So thank you everyone for joining us today. Uh, do expect there'll be three votes that go up. And again, I, I appreciate the maturity that everyone uh, handled the royalty situation with. Look, again, it's all very, very uncomfortable. And, you know, if anything, I've been so... Uh, impressed by all of you, um, you know, your ability to deal with these kind of more uncomfortable topics in general, uh, because, they, you know, it's, 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 I've seen some communities where founders really don't even want to check in on their Discord because they know they've got to, but it's kind of like depressing. And um, I've never felt that was a situation over here. I felt there's always been a maturity over here, and it's just made my life and the council's life a lot easier to ask the difficult questions and not just be an ostrich about it. So let's head on over there and thank you MC and Chio for joining us.